this Monday night props and NFL week five recap edition of the sports gambling podcast is presented by win bet bet a hundred dollars at win bet and get a hundred dollar free bet head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet that sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. Hey, this is LeGarrette Blunt, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean Sakandaman in green. Everything all right, Sean? No. Okay. All right. Anyway, starting the show. What's happening, Ryan? All right. Well, nothing. Everything was fine on this side, so we're good to go. Uh, Three and one uh, turned into four and one across the pond. You tried to stomp on it by uh, having technical difficulties, but Dan Jones won to know in London. Dan Jones extends the Giants winning streak to three on international ground and Dan Jones one and oh versus Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Let's fucking go. Congrats on the win. Would be a little bit more impressive if they were five and all like the Philadelphia Eagles heading into Arizona, getting the dub, bringing turning the entire city of Phoenix into Philadelphia. Disgusting. It was awesome. Disgusting. It was great. What, why was it disgusting? Just right. disgusting. What are you a Kyler guy now? It's, it's green. You don't do green. Doesn't go well with red. <laughs> Funny enough, the score twenty seventeen. Sean was maybe you've you've kiboshed the curse of the diehard diehard Eagles host because twenty seventeen was the year that that last game occurred. So maybe uh, we, we've uh, the the witch the witch cast some misplaced spells in London. Didn't help Aaron Rodgers, but maybe you've crushed the uh, the curse of you and your co-host attending a game together. 2017 got the win. Didn't get the cover, but hey, when you're five and zero, you're not going to cover every spread. You're just worried about straight up winners dominating the NFC East. Man, uh, wild day of football overall. Uh, I, I don't even know what to make of it. Like some, a, a couple upsets, a couple ugly ass games. Um, I don't know any any big takeaways, Kramer. The Eagles are catch. I think the Eagles are now neck and neck with the Lions for the spread being meaningful in their games. So uh, that that's <laughs> something to take away. Uh, you know, Tom Brady talking shit about some bad football being played. Hmm. You don't let Mariota get in the back door if you're playing good football, sir. Uh, look. <laughs> oh I, man, that uh, I saw that. Um, the uh, the unsportsmanlike um, or the roughing the passer that was called on Tom Brady. I mean, we got we got to clean this up. I mean, we, what next thing you know, we're going to end up like college football, where the game is completely unwatchable. Um, and you know, we got we got to get rid of that. That's crazy. And shout out to Noah for doing the side by side of the sack with Tua. That was not a roughing the passer. Like the world stopped to talk about Tua. Wasn't even a fucking penalty. Uh, meanwhile, Tom Brady. I mean, it literally is because he looks old. It's the same thing with Matt Ryan. Like the limb, the limbs go a little limp. It, you're you're worried like when someone like an old person falls near a curb. Like there's hips involved, but it's like like who knows? Tom Brady might need another game in Germany to help that that labrum get uh, refreshed a little faster. I don't know. I, the big takeaways for today were, uh, you know, football is a is a fickle bitch. And sometimes uh, the gambling gods remind you that you shouldn't take uh, Kenny Pickett against Josh Allen when he's in full <laughs> erect fuck mode, and he yeah. didn't look ahead. I, I'm so pissed off. I wasted the time putting the calendar reminder for this look ahead spot. <laughs> it meant nothing. And uh, you know the only positive. I, I don't know. We should just go start rattling through the game. Yeah, we? we'll go through the picks. Not a great day. Our contest. Oh man, oh four and one because the Cleveland. Although we picked it at two and a half on the show, it closed at two on the circuit contest. How do we so not that, get the Texans on the card? God. Damn. Yeah, they. Oh man. All right, we'll get to that before <laughs> we get to all these uh, recaps. And of course, stay tuned for the Monday night 
prop bets. And hey, if you're listening live in the Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord, raise your hand if you want to chime in. You want to toss someone in the locker. Um, I, I got my locker uh, suggestion later on uh, when we recap the Saints uh, Seahawks oh. game, but I definitely have one for that. Or if you uh, if you lit it up, I feel like no one really that I talked to had a great day uh, betting. But if you did, uh, feel free call in tout. We're always we're always welcome to a great tout. Speaking of tout, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet bet a hundred dollars get a hundred dollar free bet. Um, you know, it, it was uh, it was so great these past few days being in Arizona, spinning the win bet parlay wheel, getting down on some live action. It's uh, it's just awesome. And the uh, and since I was I had never played in Arizona before, I qualified for the bet a hundred dollars get a hundred dollar free bet. Uh, me being a maniac, I put the hundred dollar free bet on the Steelers money line because uh, it was the biggest bet I could take, and uh, of course came nowhere to close to cashing. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. All right, let's get to it. Uh, before I guess we start, we have- Sean. Before we start, I, I do have yes. a question for you. It's a fun bit of trivia. Can you name the teams that have four wins or more? Four wins or more. Four wins or more. How many teams are we talking? There are a f- total of five teams. Okay, so the Philadelphia Eagles, the Dallas Cowboys redacted. Um, the oh, I'm New York sorry. Giants. There, there might be six teams then. I might have left. The, I might okay. have left the Cowboys. <laughs> uh, the New York Giants, the uh, Minnesota Vikings, yes. Kansas City. No, nope, there's is, only one more. There's five total. I was right. Okay, five. Four in the and, NFC and one in the AFC. And the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. That's yeah. that's the Easy elite. Money. That's the elite inner circle <laughs> of the NFL right now. <laughs> Cooper Rush, Dan Jones, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, and Josh Allen. Or not even Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen and Kirk Cousins. Holy shit! What a time to be alive, Sean. What a time to be alive. Um, and uh, yeah, Indy twelve, Denver nine. I mean. You know, I I didn't expect this game to be beautiful. In hindsight, the no touchdown play was so obvious. Um, I know. I, I'm really kicking our Ryan. Like we got to do better as DJs. Like this is this game was just asking to be played. No touchdown, and you knew it like halfway through the third quarter. Um, this was just a, 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 a completely ugly game. It's one thing I'm down for a low scoring game. If it's like good defense and guys making crazy tackles and, and that kind of stuff, like this was just, you know, missing wide open guys, drop passes, interceptions. Yeah. It wasn't like they, it wasn't a well-played game on any level. Um, and, and shout out to the numerous and numerous people as reaching out to ask me if Colby was doing a bit or if he was serious about liking this game. Um, uh, it's out of control, and- Sean. I, you, you were out of the office, but the, there's a certain look that Colby gets. It, it's similar to the, you know, if you have that friend that um, gets so drunk, they black out, but they stay awake for hours. That same look of emptiness, like behind their eyes. He gets that look when he, when it's, when it's something he's irrationally into. And the second I brought up the game, he looked at me and, and basically he's like, you're f- like the, the world's a bunch of fucking pussies. <laughs> that was a glorious game. And we started talking about it. And I, and I simply said, Hey, look, dude, I'm, I'm someone who's laser focused on the NFL, mm-hmm. obviously. And I, I watch a lot of football games. That was a bad fucking football game. Not because it was low scoring because it was a bad fucking football game. Not yeah. possible for a game to be bad. If it goes to overtime was his re- like response. And I didn't, I, I didn't know how to get past that point. It made me feel like he obviously <laughs> didn't watch the game. Matt no. Ryan, horrible. They're now making excuses about how Russ has an injury he's playing through. And he was sitting at his locker for 45. You know, they got the beat reporter. Who's like new around there. There's like, Hey, put this out. Russ is still sitting next to the coach 45 mm. minutes after everyone else left next day. We're going to drop that. He's been playing through an injury. It's fucking unbelievable. I'm so sorry for thinking Russ was the sexy bitch. Pete Carroll is hot as fuck. He was the, (laughs) he was being limited by Russ. How is Geno Smith? So fun. How is this team? Awesome. uh, Anyway, I'm getting on a tangent, but Denver Indy was easily the worst game of the week. And I, uh, we even discussed the no touchdown, Sean. We, we said it out loud. We really fucked up. 
Um, we need to get someone to edit like Pete Carroll talking and then have him calling himself Mr. Unlimited. Uh, so if anyone can do that, it's very good with video editing. That would be uh, just him awesome. taking the shirt off with DK Metcalf, a dub in Russ saying unlimited. Uh, New York Giants 27, Green Bay Packers 22. Giants get the outright win. Um, I don't know. Not much takeaway here. It's a it's a London game. You could just kind of toss it out. But any any thoughts, Ron? Uh, I mean, you should go to my Twitter feed at Kramer Centric. The pin tweet is just a bunch of British fans saying you can shove your fucking cheese up your ass. <laughs> you can fuck no, ours. Ours. Yeah, I mean, sure. I'm 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 American, so I say you're ass, translating. But, but uh, yeah, it's just a it's a fun song where they're literally just saying you can shove your fucking cheese up your ass. You can fu- shove your fucking cheese up your ass. You can fu- shove your fucking cheese. You can shove your fucking cheese. You can shove your fucking cheese up your ass. Like British people are fabulous for that reason, right? They very they, cheeky they, bastards. They party when the queen dies, and they they tell Packers fans they can shove <laughs> cheese up their ass. I, here's my favorite part of this game. Fuck the refs. I feel bad for Vikings, Lions, and Bears fans. Uh, this Packers offense, it, every play is an offensive pass interference. It's incredible. They're very good at it, but it's God, it's, it's got to be so frustrating to have to play that constantly. But here's my brief A, Mark Sanchez, you can't let Mark Sanchez rock a beige sweater like it's fucking normal. B, <laughs> Mark Sanchez prepare for the game. Sean, he didn't know basic shit about both teams. It was incredible. We were more well, we were well, uh, better prepared for our Madden Sims during the pandemic than Mark Sanchez was <laughs> for a football game in London with everyone's watching. Uh, very disappointed in the performance from Mark Sanchez. Very impressed by Dan Jones. Uh, this was another game where I, I dare you to come at Dan. Jo- Dan Jones won this game. Practice got squad receivers. Saquon Barkley had another good game. The defense showed up, but Dan Jones, Aaron Rodgers, always complaining about those receivers. Sean, Dan Jones doesn't complain. Dan Jones just goes out and wins football games. Aaron Rodgers just, he's like that. He's just so pouty. Like he, the way he just snaps off his chin strap and he's like always mad at everyone else. Daniel Jones, after the game, when they won, like the look on his face, I I can only describe it as pure confusion. Like he just, he was just the look on his face. He seemed genuinely surprised. They won the game. I am. I've been blessed with to the back-to-back quarterbacks who have negative emotion at all time. <laughs> it's just inverted emotion at all time. And by the way, Sean, I thought you'd like it. I also put out the old video of him and uh, Dan Jones and Eli Manning partying at some bar in Hobo oh, yeah. throwing napkins in the air. Uh, yeah. So, it, you know, good time to be a giants fan, Sean. Fun fact. This is the best starting record in the history of the sports gam- gambling podcast. I went back and you, I uh, did a, did a little uh, plot on uh, every single starting record. Since we started the show, never have the giants started five and oh, this is the first time they've started four. four and one. I know that's what I'm, I'm explaining. If you were listening, oh, okay. uh, this is the first no, time I was listening. You said never have the giants started uh, five and oh, five and oh, and this is the first time they've started four and one. So this is okay. a podcast first, Sean. Congrats. Uh, Saints 39, Seattle 32. I had uh, Seahawks on the money line, and man, they they kept coming back. They kept seeming like they were going to pull it out. They they just don't play any defense. I tried to convince you, Ryan. We of course made the mistake of drafting Kyle Pitts in our high stake ETH league. Uh, we were bumming around for a tight end. Ended up trading for Njoku, which isn't a bad trade, but I go, why don't we just start uh, Taysom Hill this week? And you're like, no. I mean, that's a real simplistic way to tell the story. First of all, sure. you, would, you would need the context of Sean will every single time we've ever needed a tight end. His, his, his recommendation is Taysom Hill, which is genius. It's just like our, our first touchdown uh, uh, strategies, right? Cause when you no, hit, they, were, big, they paid the guy, they're going to use him. No, I know. I'm just, I, and I, I wasn't flat. No, but you, you were, I was saying maybe we should find something more long-term and then in a laughable way, he has a three touchdown game that uh, a four touchdown game. If you count the one either, it, it's just, it, it couldn't have happened to a better guy. Couldn't have happened to a better guy. Coach's son. Um, <laughs> He's not even yeah, the coach's son. Like his dad already left. They don't need to keep playing him. 
Uh, Houston Texans, Ryan, look out division AFC South. They're back in the mix with a huge win in Jacksonville. Their first of the year, 13 to six. Now this was a pretty ugly game as well. Um, Houston got the win, got the cover uh, Trevor Lawrence. Again, I know everyone Who? was, I, I know everyone was all over a Goldilocks after those first couple games, but he has not looked good. I mean, that interception he threw in the end zone was rough. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Did I, I did I feel like did we bring up the fact that this is now their ninth straight <laughs> against the Jazz? Yeah. No, we we keep uh, there's a couple things that always happen in the AFC South. And shame on us for not putting Houston on the card. Uh you did give it out as your money line dog. That was a sweet hit at plus 260, but yeah, I mean <laughs> This, this Texans team, you could make a case this was one of their worst games offensively, at least. And it's the first time they get the win, but they're now one, two, and one. They're not that far behind the Titans. Um, we'll see. A lot, right. lot could happen in the old AFC South. Although, right. although the Colts winning against the Broncos was brutal. I have a hot take if you if you want to hear it. Sure. Um, where where everyone is so quick to think Doug Peterson's a better coach than Urban Meyer. In the games where James Robinson has carried the ball 17 times or more, they are two and zero. In all of the other games, they're zero and three. But I know maybe a little simplistic, but what the fuck are we doing out here? Keep I, giving him the ball. Even Trevor Lawrence last year said it was it's he's the best player on the team. So maybe let's reevaluate the strategy. Uh, Buffalo Bills thirty eight, Pittsburgh Steelers three. Uh, we got cute. Took the Steelers here. Historic spread for the Steelers. This is the biggest dog since like the 1970 merger. Uh, I I gave out uh, George Pickens over receiving yards. That hit. I even did a uh, win. Build your own bet with um, Pickens. Uh, 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 Pickens picket uh, over passing yards. And uh, I needed a, a Pickens touchdown. They couldn't get any touchdowns, not even in garbage time. Uh, this Bills team must have been motivated from the last time the Steelers beat them. But R.I.P. the Steelers. I I just don't think it's going to happen. And then I don't know if you saw T.J. Watt did something with his hamstring during his healing of his pec, so he's going to be out for a while. No, no, he had knee surgery. That's going to add like a week or two. It, yeah, it wasn't. I mean, it didn't seem like that big of a deal. Real quick, if you haven't seen the highlights of this game, you got to go back and watch. As soon as Josh Allen made this throw, I knew we were fucked. He he steps up into the pocket from the two yard oh, yeah. line, and if you didn't see, like there was legitimate wind blowing. It was affecting punts, and he just rifles this bomb to Gabe Davis. That no problem getting well into the like well onto the other side of the field, and in classic Gabe Davis game fashion, it's just like. Why is this guy not able to do this all the other times? Like, why do they keep this one uh, snuck away? It's like, is this the special like girlfriend experience lady that you save for your trips to Vegas? Like, why are you not using this one all the time? I I don't yeah. understand. Yeah, Gabe Davis best ball shares got a, a nice bump uh, with that win there. Tampa Bay Bucks twenty one, Atlanta Falcons fifteen. Um, you know, I I didn't see a ton of this, but what what I did see was just like, you know, Tampa Bay kind of being methodical, not as super. Uh, the offense wasn't as, you know, Tom Brady in quite in fu mode as we would have hoped. Uh, lighten it up, and then you know, Atlanta just kind of hangs around and and got the backdoor cover. It started strange, you know, like it started in a way where you're like, uh oh, Atlanta's gonna cover. And then Tom Brady got things into order. Uh, shout out to me. I ran a uh, Tom Brady Fournette Godwin lineup with no bring back. Took down the big boy this week, Sean, with a 200 pointer. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This, and then they started doing their thing. And then I don't know. Like, they're, they're the, there is something about the Bucks this year. They're not going to go, like, they're not going to be a, maybe they'll get better. But there, there's something limiting them, and there's no way an Atlanta team should be able to come back 21 nothing because they did it by running the ball. They just yeah. said they doubled down on running the ball, and it worked. <laughs> and so once again, Atlanta showing that they're going to be a threat in this division. I mean, <laughs> they just played a, a, a 
again, some will say it was it was backdoor nature the way they closed the game. Not not so. They they estab- they 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 established the line of scrimmage in the second half of this game. And if not for that bullshit call where Tom Brady like you know got swung around a little dosy doe and then he goes down <laughs> and the refs worried about his fucking hip. Har- horrible. Like the, the NFL is going to have to apologize for that. That's like crooked. That gamble. was a pretty I mean, bad one. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, it didn't really have an effect on the spread because that that was crooked. But yeah, I mean, it was Tom. Tom Brady got a win, but there's still still some questions to be answered here. I think Minnesota Vikings twenty nine, Chicago Bears twenty two. Uh, Minnesota got out to a little lead there, and then Chicago came back, got 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 their offense going a little bit. They were driving, and of course, uh, they fumble and blow it. Uh, we graded it as a push because we both had Minnesota uh, minus seven. Uh, Ryan, I I was thinking there for a little bit. Uh, Chicago Bears might pull it out, but they they fell apart there. Classic. This Vikings team is unbelievable. Once again, they you know they get out to a big lead. It seems like they're going to be fine. They somehow let a Bears team that doesn't seem to be capable of mounting a comeback. They allow them to come back. This co another clay. I I don't think this coach is very good. This is a clear case of bad coaching. And at the end of the day, I don't know. You probably didn't see it, Sean, but Justin Fields had this insane run. They got called back from with a hold, you know, it probably fortunate to push this game. If you're a bears fan, you're probably feeling a little robbed. You, you weren't uh, a little liver to get, get a victory here. And you gotta be so frustrated that uh, Mooney's being wasted without any fucking targets. Cause that guy just makes amazing catch after amazing catch. I will say this is the, by far the best game I've ever seen Justin Fields play. Um, and, and yet, yeah, he looked good from what I saw. Oh, he, he was, he played a good game and you know, uh, I think, I, I think Minnesota as cr- giants are four and one, but the Vikings are the more fraudulent team. Wow. Hot take uh, NC street news says I got Eagles fans getting excited. Cause they're five and zero against five bottom feeder teams that haven't sniffed the playoffs last year, lions, Vikings and bears. Oh my, like what, what are you talking about? First off, they just played the Cardinals who were in the playoffs. Um, you know, Vikings are four and one and, and to Ryan's point, they are a bit fraudulent, but like uh, and Jaguars are in there. They did not play the bears. Like what is this? If you're going to talk shit, at least get some of the information correct. And the fact that they're the only undefeated team in the NFL, I think that's okay to be excited about. Well, who have you played? The, we played the fucking teams that are on the schedule. That's who we played and we beat them all. So it's a good start. It's okay to be excited. Like, Sean, what? It's what the giant, it's what they say about the giants too. It's okay. Well, that's different. That's the giants. Oh, okay. We've looked good doing it too. Uh, you know who didn't look good? The Washington Commanders. They lost twenty-one to seventeen to the Tennessee Titans. We were we were split on this one, Ryan. I uh, rolled the dice with the Titans, even though it was not a uh, plus EV situation traditionally. <laughs> but you have to handicap for Carson Wentz throwing a backbreaking interception <laughs> on the goal line. Is he, they, they can't start him next week. Can they? I really thought he was going to win the game. And then it was <laughs> like, Oh shit, there it is. And all of a sudden watch out for the Titans three and two. Uh, look, my Sam Howell, 90 to one uh, rookie of the year ticket is still, no one has established that thing. I'm a little worried about what Brees Hall is up to right now, but no one has come close to establish Chris Olave is probably going to miss a game or two. Now he got knocked out on that touchdown. Um, no one's established themselves. So if Howell can come in, this team is loaded with weapons. I mean, Deami Brown comes out of nowhere to fire back at Amara St. Brown. Lucky you played me week two, bitch. I mean, they have a, a insanely deep receiving core. They seem to have good running backs. I mean, the whole crowd, the crowd was g- really uh, fucking excited about Brian Robinson. It's just, it's just Carson Wentz. And here's what I will say. I'll give Carson Wentz a compliment. He also made some fucking pretty awesome. He made some throws that allowed his receivers yeah. to make amazing catches again. And, and it, it's like he, in some ways he can make throws that most guys can't because of his arm strength, but it's also the reason he's horrible. Cause he holds onto the ball too long. He tries to fit it into a tight window. And if you're Ron Rivera, like how do you keep, you're an old guy. You're not one of these young guys. This isn't your guy. Try Sam Howell. Just try it. It can't. It can't be worse. 
Uh, that Deami Brown throw was good. And that's what's, that's what's so annoying about Carson Wentz. You see those splash plays and you're like, yeah, this Sean, is, this guy's awesome. Carson Wentz more losses in the division than all the other teams combined. <laughs> that's a great stat. Yeah. Uh, New York jets destroyed the Miami dolphins 40 to 17. I mean, I don't know it. Maybe if uh, I, I feel like if Bridgewater stays in the game, they have a much better chance. Right. I mean, like you can't be expected to win a, a game on the road with your third string quarterback. Look, Teddy covers went out early with an elbow injury. Definitely not. A, maybe a head. I mean, we evaluated for a head injury, but not a head injury, but because he was evaluated for a head injury, he had to be ruled out uh, for his arm, but it wasn't because of a concussion. Uh, I hope that's, uh, that's, that's clearer for you, Sean. Look, uh, Skyler, a, a guy named Skyler came into a football game, Sean. That's the beginning yeah. of the story. How does it go? For I you? had I, one of my locks included a guy named Skyler. I didn't sign up for that. You don't think if I knew Skyler was in the game. Listen, Skyler's never going to beat the Supreme motherfucker, AKA Zach Wilson. That's just the way the story goes. I've seen <laughs> one too many fairy tale movies. Look out, Jets getting hot, man! I gotta stop. <laughs> I gotta stop fading the Jets. I uh, what was the 2015? The last time the Jets and Giants were both above 500 this late into the season. Lots of crazy, lots of magical shits I happening. I don't know what Tom Brady's talking about with uh, all this poor football play. Jets and Giants are dominating. <laughs> Cleveland Browns. Uh, they covered the two and a half. That's what we picked it at. They lost 30 to 28. Oh man, and they, we. We handicapped the matchups. I thought pretty well. Like Cleveland was going to be able to run all over them, uh, and you know, Chargers would be able to pass the ball a little bit. I, I don't know, man. You just gotta you gotta get that last field goal. Uh, of course, I feel like the Browns have boned us a couple times. Like they boned us when they hit that. Uh, what was it like a fifty-eight yarder against the Panthers? That piece uh, of Cody Cody York. He yeah. Cade York, whatever the fuck his name is, he he fucks us against Rookie. the Panthers, knocks us out of the survivor pool week one, and then comes back and misses not one but two field goal. I, look to quote the great Brandon Lang, Sean, we got you on the right side of this one. <laughs> uh, regardless, I mean, hopefully you got the two and a half. I mean, Jesus, hopefully you're not one of these uh, square pegs falling down the stairs betting on Sunday morning. I mean, it's just an unlucky, un- unlucky. I mean, the T's still came home. Shout out to uh, Mr. Wong, but yeah, just a dirty way, especially with the Chargers trying their hardest to Charger. Staley yes. goes for it on fourth. Like I, I don't doesn't see, get it. Yeah, I don't see how to how how that was a plus EV move. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Levitan. Uh, put out a uh, Brandon Staley might be a fake sharp tweet because I I just don't understand that move there. They they don't get it. Shocker! It's the Chargers, and then the the Browns just fuck it up. And, and I don't. This is not a they need Deshaun Watson problem. This is a the coach forgets that they're a dominant running team, and he has he wants to have his series where he's he's having some fun with his plays, and he takes the this team. They would have these drives where Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt would just literally bend them over and take it to them. Right? They knew what they were doing. They ran it down their throat. And then next thing you know, Brissett's fucking dropping back and slinging the rock around. I, I I didn't understand the game plan. I thought they played right into what the Chargers were. I, I my feeling is the Chargers were were smart on defense and they were tricking them into play, like doing that, and it worked. Yeah. And they went from dominating the game in the first half to to playing in a shootout, which is the Chargers always want to play these crazy fucking games. It's just the way the Chargers are going to play. So I, I um. Mm. Yeah, the Browns. That that was a bad loss. How how are the well, Browns two and three? Yeah, and and that Jets loss too. That was brutal. I mean, you know, they really should be. Uh, you could make a, a pretty easy case. They should be four and one. They hit that field goal and that collapse that was required to lose that Jets game was pretty epic. Uh, Detroit Lions zero, New England Patriots twenty nine. I I made the mistake of taking the. Lines at the points here. Overlooked the Matt Patricia revenge game. I just I didn't think you, you know. <laughs> I, I just didn't think you know whoever the Pats trotted out a quarterback should be a three point favorite. But um, clearly, this offense isn't as good as we thought. Uh, we were right though coming into the season that Detroit 
you know, like got a lot of that hard knocks hype and uh, that seems to be wearing <laughs> off right now. Well, this is my other fun trivia question. Cause you ask a random person on the street that kind of casually watches football, uh, who's in last place in the <laughs> NFC North, the Detroit lions one and four, Sean, remember when they were four, 11 and one, and then everyone got excited and said they were going to be the, uh, the hype team this year. How's that going? Oh yeah, we got uh we got we got a good price on the um Detroit Lions to win the division 14 to 1. No, it's it's not a good price if they're not going to win anywhere close to the amount of games required. Sean, obviously we were uh projecting a much better defense than that. No you weren't. You everyone thought they were going to have a dude, their defense is bad. 5 games, 170 points. That's yeah, they got it. Not they winning fire, football. Uh, the, their DC. Uh, San Francisco 49ers 37, Carolina Panthers 15. Uh, they took it to Baker, San Francisco, as I uh, tried to include in the prop show. I think, forget where I pulled the trigger or didn't, but San Francisco defensive touchdown once again. Another pick six dominated the line of scrimmage. Uh, good news for our fantasy team. Uh, Christian McCaffrey continues to be used in the passing game and. Uh, I, I I mean, is Matt Rule the quarterback uh, later today, Ryan, or the the head coach of the Panthers? I hope today? he's not the quarterback. I mean, I put out a. a, oh, a you might want to try him out there at this point. I already broke this news. I Ben McAdoodle will be the interim head. Co- How do you not fire him? And maybe it'll happen Monday morning. Maybe uh maybe Tepper's a billionaire that doesn't work on the weekends. Yeah, he's gonna <laughs> wait for Monday morning. Make him come into the office and then fire his ass. You got Ryan, that's what I kept, you know, you nailed it. Uh, when you said a couple of weeks ago that we're going to look back and kick ourselves for not picking against and betting against Matt rule more often. And this game yeah, kind of summed that up. I, I'm disappointed because there were even some events that was like, uh Oh, uh Oh, the Panthers are going to get a cover. Weird stuff's happening. But yeah, th- this was one of the games that this was just a, I mean, I even knew the mismatch was there. It was more just like, really, I'm, I'm not laying the, the points with Jimmy G, but my bad, my bad. Philadelphia Eagles, 20 Arizona Cardinals, 17 Eagles get the win. Uh, don't get the cover. Got out to a 14, nothing lead. And then just kind of sat on it there uh, for the rest of the game. And yeah, I mean, defense played uh, really well. I thought for the majority of the time uh, they were, they were moving the ball a little bit. Um, I was a little frustrated. They weren't more aggressive, taking some shots downfield against the Cardinals defense felt like it was there. It, It seemed like whatever their scouting report was on the Cardinals, like basically that these screens to Devonta Smith were going to be there all the time. And they kept running them and they kept, they kept working. They would have long drives. Um, just not, you know, didn't turn it into a bigger or more explosive plays that I was hoping for as far as the offense is concerned, but great final drive game was tied. Uh, Jalen hurts drove the team down huge, huge completion on third and 11 to get them in makeable field goal range for their backup kicker. I know Cardinals fans were pitching that they had a backup field goal kicker. Well, so did we, uh, our backup field goal kicker is better than your backup field goal kicker. Wow. It's called depth. It's called depth guys. Wow. Is this what we're fighting? About? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I thought they played well. I mean, Kyler is, can be very frustrating to play at times. I was pretty hilarious on that last drive where he slid. He thought he had got the first down and then clocked it, uh, even though it was third and one, and they probably should have ran another play and got a little closer. Uh, of course, Cliff said like that was part of the plan, but uh, clearly it wasn't. That they, they got the win, didn't get the cover. Awesome to see all the Eagles fans out there going nuts, and uh, yeah, it was a good time. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's that's what you got to do. You got to get that win, and they didn't cover. Uh, Jalen hurts continues to just be dominant force with his legs. Um, and you know, shout out to my high stakes fantasy leagues that have him as their quarterback. It's, it's excellent. Uh, well, and, and you, you saw, know, you he, saw a glimpse of what, what could, could happen though. If a team, you know, when a team, when they run into a team that isn't a bottom dweller, Sean, as the uh, guy in the chat was saying, uh, when they finally run into some competition, you could see what that might look like where Jalen hurts struggles a little bit, but once again, looks good. No, I don't, I don't even think Hertz struggled that much. I mean, I think the, the offense just wasn't aggressive enough. It's not like they took shots down the field and he wasn't hitting them. They just weren't taking them. Um, I I thought he overall, he's pretty accurate. And then also Jalen hurts is just a dog when it comes, you know, 
so many times where it's third and one, fourth and one, fourth and goal, third and goal, third and short, fourth and short. And you're always just like run a QB sneak. You get it every time. Like, and this team is automatic on that fourth and goal, third and goal situation, third and one, fourth and one. Um, yeah. And it's a huge asset having a quarterback that can just consistently get those. Yeah. I mean, again, the, the, all of these teams in the NFC East are doing like their run first teams throwback throwback to the times when the, uh, the, the NFC East was winning championships over the bills every year. Hmm. But I don't even know if like, I don't, I don't know if the Eagles even, they didn't even run the ball that much. It was just more a very conservative close to the line of scrimmage pass game. I mean, Hertz was 26 for 36. Like he was, he was throwing the ball. Well, it just, I, I, I wish they would have been more explosive and I'm excited. Uh, hopefully they open it up a little bit next week, Sunday night football against the Dallas Cowboys. All right. Rams 10 uh, Cowboys 22. Uh, we alluded to the fact that um, you know, people who uh, people who are non-biased, maybe you should take the uh, Cowboys here. This one almost just, I, I, I didn't bet this, the Rams, but the fact that everyone wanted to take Dallas, love Dallas on the money line, love Dallas in the points. And it, it seems so obvious. That was the only thing I think that kind of had me intrigued about the Rams. Uh, Matt Stafford just looks really bad. I mean, I, I think the issue with this Rams team is they're just not good. And essentially like it, you know, what, again, had we had the, had we not be who we are and taken the Cowboys, but it's okay to be who we are. It's 2022, Sean, Um, the Rams being five point favorites meant that the Rams were better five point favorite or five point better on a neutral field, which is insane. You, if you listen, if you probably didn't have the audio on when you were watching this, obviously uh, you were at a game, but th- this was a very, this almost sounded like a chargers game, Sean. It was embarrassing. <laughs> there, there were, there were, I know they won the super bowl. Jesus. Uh, and, and they're, and they're totally mailing it in this year. So uh, unfortunately Cooper, the best thing about this though, Sean, is it is creating the the infighting that's going to Cooper rush that like there's not a right choice they can make now they can't make a right choice because if Dak comes back and catches an L oh my goodness that that's uh, what, right go ahead Ryan we got a caller on the line sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord joining us with his very hilarious Eli Manning face profile icon Mister Serial what's up Serial what's up guys how's it going. Uh, uh, good man. Eagles are five and zero. Can't complain. How about you? How were your picks today? Uh, it was all right. It was all right. Definitely have a, a nominee for the locker. We could put the whole Carolina staff in there. <laughs> yes, co-sign that. Well, I have a feeling that maybe maybe some of the staff are going to be asked to leave, and some are going to be asked to stay. Uh, you got to fire him, right? Or do you leave? Because here's the problem: Carolina has uh, at Rams and then Bucks. Do you let him? Do you let him just coach the team for two more games? You may as well, and then just because then you're bringing in the new coach, and they're gonna, you know, not as uh, as hard to pass. So maybe they have a tough schedule, dude. They, Carolina doesn't have a bye until week thirteen. <laughs> it's really gonna be tough sledding for them. Baker's in a and, walking boot. And my locker nominee, uh, I we gla- brushed by, but obviously it was Taysom Hill. Throw that guy in a locker. It drove me crazy uh, that he was the guy that ended up destroying the Seattle money line single handedly. What do you What do you like for uh, Monday night, Serial? You got any uh, picks for Monday night? Yeah, I'm actually a little interested in it. I think, um, I mean, there's definitely an opportunity to to go either way here, especially if they. Looking to a trap game scenario for Kansas City, coming off a big game against Brady, and then the um, Bills coming up next week. So maybe, you know, if you want to buy that narrative. But other than that, um, everything else is kind of pointing to Kansas City for me. But um, in terms of pop bets, I like Josh Jacobs anytime touchdown, like okay. his first touchdown opportunity plus thirteen hundred for that. Does seem and, low for a starter. Yeah. All right, like and, it. And, yeah, we'll uh, get each team to score one plus touchdown each half or plus one ten. Oh, I always look at Ooh. that bet. I always, 
<laughs> I've placed that one. I've placed that one a number of times. All right. Thanks, Serial. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, no problem. I do got to ask you, how how good does it feel to beat Green Bay this week? Oh, oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, first of all, the Giants have <laughs> Wanted had... to give you guys your shine for the for the Giants and the Eagles. Got to come up here, celebrate my Cowboys as well. Well, we don't have we don't ever need to celebrate the Cowboys, but we can tolerate them. And you're gonna, you know, Sean, you'll have to talk to Sean this week. You guys are. Oh yeah, I know. It's one of the best things so far this season is that you guys are undefeated. Um, hopefully, the next best thing will be seeing Philly undefeated next week. Let's go! All right, appreciate it, Sarah. Let it ride, man. See you. I will say, um, the Giants and the Packers have played some games over the years. Giants have their number. Really does piss me off that they always show that fucking Hail Mary highlight with Aaron <laughs> Rodgers when they never show the Eli Manning to, to Akeem Nick's Hail Mary in the playoffs that led mm-hmm. to a fucking Super Bowl. Fucking, I, I love life right now, Sean. Did we get through the the games? Last game, Bengals seventeen, Ravens nineteen. The spread is not dead. Uh, Bengals get the cover <laughs> plus three and a half. Man, should have made this one of my locks. I felt pretty good about it. Uh, Lamar. Missed some wide open dudes. Certainly had to, had a chance to really open this up. Couldn't get it done. Bengals got stopped uh, right there on the goal line. Needed that score, but uh, ultimately Justin Tucker was the star of the game. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen a kicker pull off such an arrogant. I mean, Martin Gramatica pulled <laughs> chairing his ACL, celebrating <laughs> a kick was pretty like a memorable for the wrong reasons. But I'm never gonna forget. Justin Tucker get like getting lost in my eyes. The person watching on TV as he just stares arrogantly, like, yeah, of course that was going in. You fucking idiot. I'm just <laughs> the fucking Tucker. that he has as a kicker is crazy. <laughs> and they were like interviewing him after the game. And he's like, first off, I want to just make sure everyone knows this is a team game. And we just want to say that it like, uh, just want to th- Lamar played real well. And uh, you know, right after I hit that kick, he came up to me, he said, great job, man. I said, no, you had a great job. It's like, what? <laughs> no one thinks you're better than Lamar Jackson. You fucking kicker. Come on. Wait, wow. I mean, I get it. it Justin Tucker is good, but come on. I now on. I, were you watching this somewhere you had audio on? Yeah. Okay. Then do you remember what Chris Collinsworth said about him? This is they, one of the best football play, not just kickers, best football players in the league. Like really, yeah. calm down, guys. He's a um, kicker, and, and then he accidentally—it was a big to do that oh. uh, <laughs> he accidentally threw his pen out of the broadcast booth and hit some kid below him, and then they gave him an autographed Chris Collinsworth shirt as like a uh, keepsake. It's like uh, I'm sure this kid doesn't give a shit about an autographed Chris Collinsworth shirt. What's he He's gonna, probably a Ravens fan. What's he gonna do with an announcer's shirt? Get the fuck out of yeah. here! You think he oh, knows you, you that better, Chris Collinsworth better, played? No. Yeah, better lock up that uh, T-shirt. It's gonna get stolen. Get a frame in your man cave. That guy, <laughs> shirt's not gonna make it. It's way uh, home. Like, what are we talking? I'm suing about? unless I get something from Jack. More of a Jack Collinsworth guy. <laughs> All right, let's get to the Monday night props before we do. Shout out to Fubo TV. If you watch football, you need Fubo. College and pro football, the NFL Red Zone for uh, games of 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels, of live sports and entertainment. The cloud-based DVR, love that thing. Uh, you can try it now for free. Fubo dot Fubo. TV.com slash SGP. Seven days free and 15% off your first month. FUBOTV.com slash SGP. Fubo TV, free for seven days and 15% off your first month. Also brought to you by Odds Trader. That's right. Odds Trader is the best place to compare odds from all the major books. Uh, compare the different signup codes, the promos, find the best deals. They also hit you with player stats, game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather. Uh, for betters to make the most informed bets possible, play by play updates, live scores, bet tracking. They got it all. Head over to oddstrader.com slash blue wire. That's O D D S trader.com slash blue wire. Odds Trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. Kramer, what do you got? First prop. Uh, sorry, I was, I got to straight. Did you, I was looking at the top picks for next year, trying to see if Matt Rule had been fired yet. Carolina's obviously number. Uh. 
Um, Carolina, Pittsburgh, Detroit, and Washington currently the top four picks. So. Saints, Saints are uh, we're up there. Unfortunately, they won, and the Eagles have the Saints pick, so that's pretty awesome. Right, good thing they got Chris Olave for that. All right, um, you want to start with some props? How do you want to do this? Yep. All right, Patrick Mahomes over 280 and a half passing yards. I'm team over right now because this is a Patrick Mahomes versus the Raiders game. Uh, he took the Raiders with the points. I do think this is going to be a higher scoring game. Prime time over loading six and two to the over in eight career games versus the Raiders at this number. He's averaging three eighteen. So, you know, kind of kind of feels like a dummy trend, but also a strong one. So uh, Patrick Mahomes over two eighty and a half passing yards. Uh, give me Derek Carr over seven and a half rush yards. Seems to be uh, using his legs a little bit more. First game zero, then nine, seventeen, forty. Uh, you look at his splits; he's actually run a little bit more than he normally does against the Chiefs. So, over seven and a half, I feel like is a uh, and it's a fun bet to have because he can get this, you know, in one play. So, love it. Yeah, the the short sweats are sometimes fun. Devonte Adams over. 74 and a half receiving yards. Again, team over. Uh, Kansas City is a shocking 29th in DVOA against number one receivers. This is going to be a tough matchup for them. Uh, Devontae hasn't exactly been loud. This game's going to require a big game from him. So I think he goes well over the 74 and a half receiving yards. All right, give me uh, Derek Carr over a half interceptions. Even though I'm on the Raiders plus seven, I do think he's good for a pick. On the road here, uh, 16 games in his career against Kansas City. He's thrown a seven. He's thrown 17 interceptions. He didn't throw any interceptions last week, and I just don't think he can go back to back games without throwing a pick. So give me Derek Carr over a half interceptions. It's like a win barometer for them. Yeah, binary. If he throws when they're not winning. All right, last one. This is kind of stacked with Mahomes. Kelsey over 73 and a half receiving yards. Uh, another one, you know, in the, in his time with Mahomes, those same eight games, he would also be six and two to the over uh, in those eight games, averaging seven catches for 101 yards on nine and a half targets and he scored five touchdowns. So I, I, I don't know what else to tell you. It seems pretty, I will say his anytime touchdown price is probably a little too juiced based on history. Um, and based on the fact that they're throwing to like four different tight ends annoyingly around the red zone. But uh, as far as his catch prop, as far as his, his catch prop is six and a half too, Sean, which is a tad high for me. But the the yards at 73 and a half with his average against the Raiders sitting over 100 seems out. It seems too easy. Dummy over. Daniel Carlson over one and a half field goals. If you've watched any primetime game this year in the NFL, it's unders and field goals, Ryan. So uh, Daniel Carlson, 12 for 12 this season. And again, he's averaging three a game. I think he gets two at home. I thought I was the kicking specialist. What the fuck? No, I'm I'm stealing your spot. Ryan, you were saying you're leaning over. I understand the case for that, but I'm going under with my uh, Monday night uh, mm. build your own bet. That's okay. slash win bet. And I'm doing it in a fun way. I'm taking over two and a half field goals, under three and a half KC touchdowns, under three and a half Raiders touchdowns. That pays 15 to one. Okay. I got, I got a 20 to one opportunity right. here for you. Do you like how I correlated that, right? Yeah, I that do. feels pretty fun. And, and I have I've been pulling back a little bit with and doing some of the same stuff. So I'm going high scoring. So here's my high scoring version. Raiders go two and over two and a half touchdowns. Chiefs go over three and a half touchdowns. Again, that's that's getting you right about where the over is. I think it's an over game. Devontae Adams over 105 receiving yards again. Chiefs really Damn. really bad against the number one. Uh, Mahomes to go over three fifteen and a half. Again, he's averaged three eighteen against this Raiders team in his career. Kelsey to go over a hundred, as I just told you, he averages over a hundred. All of that, again, we're just we're just dealing with averages, right? Nothing more than a coin flip here or there. Twenty to one. I mean, come on. It, you you. I this is one of my more favorite ones. I'm I feel like I'm getting more and more dialed in. <laughs> uh. Yeah. All right. What about first touchdown, Ryan? I'll go first. Give me um, for the chiefs. I'll take Noah gray again, 
28 to one. They are involving this guy in the red zone. Love the love the price. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, nineteen to one first touchdown. I'm also going to take a shot with Derek Carr first touchdown again. Hmm. Like his rushing yards, like the rushing yard props. So give me Derek Carr at forty to one, and my boy Mac Hollins. Derek Carr seems to trust him. Twenty two to one for essentially the second receiver. Let's go. Uh, well, the reason Noah Gray is starting to be a bigger part of the offense, Sean, is because we finally dropped him in our dynasty league. Because we yes. need some room. That so that unlocked him. It freed him from having success in the real world. Okay, I'm with you with Mahomes at 19 to one. Uh, someone who's been getting more and more involved in the offense. You saw him go like basically healthy scratch, healthy scratch, eight snaps, and then last week was on the field for a. Uh, a, a whopping 22 snaps, almost half of the, of, of MVS and Juju. So sky Moore, 28 to one wanted to get a little weird here. Uh, could see them using him in kind of a gimmick play. Those 22 snaps, like I said, half the snaps is MVS uh, five targets to four targets. So they were obviously running stuff for him. Wouldn't be surprised if they wanted to get the ball in his hands around the goal line on the Raiders side. I'm gonna I'll I'll uh, I'll fade the Mac Collins uh, hype and I'll go Hunter Renfro. They <laughs> love they love to use him around the goal. I, obviously, I guess check to see uh, his health. Um, who is who is the Mac Collins hype? Is it just me? I don't. I, who else is hyping up Mac Collins? Again, I don't have a wide blast radius on uh, on things I listen to, <laughs> but I assume that everyone's hyping up as much as you. Hunter Renfro, nineteen to one. Of course, they loved using him around the red zone uh, last year. See if that continues. And uh, Devonte Adams, eleven to one, is just not the right price. Uh, so you know, pro- I thought about only playing one Raider and it just being Devonte Adams at eleven to one. But throw Hunter Renfro in there. I think uh, I think Carr does get a passing touchdown. We, we need one of these, Sean. We're due. Yeah, been a little cold. And R.I.P. the lock streak. Uh, unfortunately, came to an end. And then my dog streak, unfortunately, came to an end. But hey. Good streaks are meant to be broken, much like uh, like we saw with Roger Maris. Just means time to start a new streak, Ryan. Well, hope, uh, Sean, I broke it in a week where I hit my dog plus two sixty on the Houston Texans. I hit, hit my, your tees. Hit my tees. So I, I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah, nine and one on the season. Let's fucking go. Hashtag still here. Uh, we will be doing the college football podcast on Tuesday. So uh, stay tuned for that. Um, toss us a nice rating review every Monday, giving away a hundred dollar SGPN gift card merch Monday. You got to uh, take the screenshot of you submitting the review, enter it in the SGPN app. Can't miss it over there for the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean second, the money green. And he is Ryan four and one Dan Jones, baby. Kramer, let it ride.